Welcome to Connect Languages. This is episode two. Hi, this is Nalwen. I've been a language teacher since 2010 and I created this podcast to help you create a positive connection with languages and in particular with English. Learning a language is not only about mastering linguistics, it is also about accepting to change your identity. When I worked at the University of Buenos Aires, my colleagues in the research team teased me every time I said the word identity. And yes, it is at the heart of my philosophy of language teaching. So today we're going to reflect on our identity. Let's go. But before we start, a quick note. If you like this podcast, you can leave a star or a comment on Spotify or iTunes. And if you want to react, find me on Facebook in the Connect to Languages page or on Instagram, Connect to Languages. I also publish videos on YouTube. And for the transcription and the complete translation of this episode in French, it is on my website www.connectedlanguages.com. Am I a globe trotter? Or can I define myself as a globe trotter? Is what uh, I want to talk about today. So let's just start by breaking the word down. A globe is a synonym of the world of the planet Earth. And actually quite a lot of my students struggle with pronouncing it. A globe sounds like hope or boat, as opposed to the sounds that you can find in hop or top or even talk or so. And the word uh, trotter comes from the verb uh, to trot which is related to horses. You know, it's like the middle pace at which a horse can move. Anyway, a globetrotter is a world traveler. The definition according to the Cambridge Dictionary is someone who travels regularly to different parts of the world. Uh, for some reasons, I came to ask myself, is that me? <laughs> so before answering this question, I'll tell you why I asked myself that particular question. So defining yourself is not an easy task, or at least that's what I feel. And there's an exercise I came across once on the internet that I actually did a few times with some of my students. And the ex this exercise consists in choosing three words. Now, no matter the kind of words, whether they're nouns or adjectives or verbs and so on. And so you have to pick three words that represent who you are. For some people, that's no easy task. For some others, that's pretty straightforward. Uh, for me, it wasn't easy. And once you've picked your three words, you have to cross one out. And then when there are only two left, you cross one out again so that you end up with only one word. Supposedly, that word is a word that represents uh, yourself quite well. As a teacher, I try to always model the exercises to my students. Uh, so I thought about my answer to that exercise uh, carefully. I actually remember the first time I did it. Uh, it was while I was planning and creating resources for an English course I gave at the University of Buenos Aires that was called 
an exploration of identity through artworks. And the aim of that course, it was um, a short course, you know, it was like a, a workshop. And the aim of this workshop was to help my student think in English without translating. Because I think it's a big step in language learning when you stop translating uh, from your native language and that you start living and feeling and thinking through the language you're learning. So my approach was to make my student talk about art and explore their own identity through English. And I really wanted them to generate ideas that they may have never had before so that they would develop them through English and therefore, you know, realize that a language and especially English, you know, that is an international language, a business language and so on, isn't just useful for um, business purposes, but is actually a way of thinking and living. So coming back to the first time that I had to select my words, okay, my three words to define myself. I thought about uh, my first name, Nolwen, my profession and passion, teaching. And then I hesitated between globetrotter or traveling and languages. So the first word I chose, uh, my first name, uh, I chose it because I think it defines me because it's such an uncommon name uh, that it had a great impact on how people would perceive me or approach me when we'd meet for the first time. You know, it either generated interest or people would just avoid saying it. I mean, teachers, for instance, at school would struggle with it. So for a long time, um, I didn't like my name so much. And as a child, I remember <laughs> not wanting to meet new people and especially new kids because their reaction to hearing my name was kind of like, what? You know, like, I don't get it or you're weird. Or... And I remember this girl recently, I'm telling you, not a story from my childhood, actually a story from my adulthood, <laughs> whose reaction was, why couldn't your parents speak a normal name? Um, so I replied, well, and lucky that they picked an uncommon name because I think that makes me unique. And um, but by the way, it's not a unique. It's not unique. It's a common name uh, where I live here. It's a Celtic name from Brittany in France, and over here a lot of people are named Nolwen, and people know it. So it's not uncommon here. But um, I think that as a kid, it um, made me really shy. Oh, obviously it's not the only reason, but it is a factor that made me shy. And I do believe that your name shapes in some way who you are. So being shy and unconfident as a kid, I think pushed me into constantly wanting to improve myself, to better myself. And in order to become more confident. And the truth is, I've always enjoyed and looked for challenges, you know, adventures. Uh, so I picked my name as a word that defines myself because I think it really made me who I am. Like it was an important factor that made me who I am now. 
Okay, so the second word um, I picked to define myself was um, a no-brainer. I picked uh, teacher. I got into teaching 10 years ago and I love teaching because it's always challenging, it's never dull, it constantly evolves and especially with the internet and there's always room for improvement. If I look back, I've always made mistakes as a teacher, especially in the early days. But I find it so rewarding when, you know, I manage to learn from my mistakes and adapt my teaching. Uh, there's not a day when I think, that's it, I nailed it, I've learned it all. I mean, I can always do better. Uh, that's why I love this job and being a teacher is who I am. I can't imagine doing something else. So I'm one of these people who love what they do and I consider myself lucky for that. So the word teacher definitely defines who I am. Okay, so my third word, that was a struggle uh, because I didn't know whether to choose Globetrotter or languages. And obviously I believe both of them define me in some ways, but you have to choose three, right? So I had to choose one of them. So thinking about languages, I don't consider myself as talented when it comes to language learning. Uh, I find it hard work. It really is. I have to work really hard, for example, on my pronunciation. And I'm not confident in any of my languages, including my native language. I mean, it's a challenge. <laughs> And it never stops either. You never master language to its fullest, even your native language. And when one of your languages improves, I don't know if you agree with me, but it feels like you're forgetting some of the others or some of the other, if you speak uh, two languages. It, to me, it feels like you're one of these circus performers, you know, the ones that balances and spins plates up in the air. It feels like if you concentrate on one, you might drop one of the others. And so, yeah, I do feel that learning a language and maintaining a language is hard work and it's a challenge, but I cannot possibly imagine my life without languages now. And I when I came back uh, to live in France, after having spent over 13 years abroad, I was scared not to have opportunities to practice my languages. I, but I'm really lucky because I found plenty. And I do um, speak the, my three languages on a daily basis now, as I did uh, when I was living in Buenos Aires. Having said all of that, I think my passion for languages is a result of my passion for discovering the world. So, in a way, it's because I'm a globetrotter that I became a polyglot. And I have to confess that I cannot imagine myself settling down in one place. Okay, so coming back to the first question, am I really a globetrotter and remember that according to the Cambridge Dictionary a globetrotter is someone who travels regularly to different parts of the world 
But then thinking about it, I'm not entirely sure I am. Because yes, I've traveled a lot. But more than traveling, I've lived abroad. I've lived in different countries. So if we defined a globetrotter as someone who is familiar to different parts of the world, then yes, I consider myself as a globetrotter. And to, I absolutely love discovering other cultures because in a way they become part of me and they enrich who I am. And But yeah, sure, you have to know that it comes with its drawbacks. I mean, obviously the worst part is the constant parting from your friends and your loved ones. You're then constantly away from people you love and people you care about. And you often lose touch as well with some people that you deeply care about. But then again, anytime I make a new friend somewhere new, I think that if I hadn't come here, I wouldn't have met this incredible person that brings so much to my life. So it is hard, but I don't regret moving places. And I don't know if I will ever want to settle down somewhere. So in the end, I define myself as a globetrotter because I'm familiar to many different places in the world. And what about you? If you had to choose uh, three words to define yourself, uh, what would those words be? 